Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. of our life in God. Patience is called for on behalf of the saints because God is working things out in a timing that we don't always understand. Part of trusting God is trusting that He knows things that we don't and that He is working on a scale far greater than anything we can understand, that He has understanding and wisdom we can only dream of. So we trust that He always knows what is best, including in the timing of things. In previous verses, Joseph has taken his young family and fled to Egypt to avoid Herod's wrath. The story continues in Matthew chapter 2, verses 19 through 23, which says, After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee, and he went to live in a town called Nazareth, so was fulfilled what was said through the prophets that he would be called a Nazarene. So the evil king Herod has died, some time has passed obviously, and the Lord sends an angel to appear in a dream to Joseph to let him know of this fact. The one wanting to destroy Jesus is gone, and so Israel is once again a safe place to live, and the family can return. Since Jesus was called to minister primarily to the people of Israel while he was here on earth, there needed to be a way for him to make his way back home from Egypt, and with Herod dead, the time has finally come. But as they arrive in Israel, apparently planning on living in Judea, the region of southern Israel where Jerusalem and Bethlehem were, Joseph hears of Herod's son ruling in Herod's place. We don't know much about this next king at this point, but for Joseph, apparently, this man is still a threat, and so he takes his family far into the north of Israel, hidden away and safe. Once again, this comes to fulfill a prophecy that the Messiah would be a Nazarene from Nazareth. This was a tiny town in the far reaches of the nation in the land of Galilee. Now, Galilee was viewed by the cosmopolitan south as backwards, uneducated, and full of hicks, to use the modern vernacular. There were many stereotypes of the region, the way modern Americans might joke about the hillbilly south, or Canadians might joke about newfies from the east. As with most stereotypes, they're ignorant stereotypes, they're unfair, but it's likely this likely made Nazareth the perfect place for Jesus to grow up in safety and in obscurity until it was time for his ministry to begin. No one would be looking for anyone of any significance to come out of such a backwards place in their view. As is often the case in scripture, God uses the most unlikely things to bring about his perfect will. And as Joseph and his family waited in Egypt for the danger to pass, they now wait in the north, in the far reaches of the nation, in obscurity, waiting for the time when Jesus would be fully revealed to the nation. So let's give some thought to this as we go about our day today. What unlikely things or unlikely places has God used in our lives to bring about his good? Why did he choose that particular method in your life to bring about his goodness? And what did it teach you about how he works in your life?